listening to Ordinary Moe's with Bill and Orlando Morales. And now, episode 28. Wepa! Oh, I like that. I haven't heard a good Wepa in a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. That's a, that's a, definitely a, a big Puerto Rican family thing. Bill! Like in the middle of a party. Wepa! Somebody had just let out one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when you know it's it's, it's my going another level. My yeah. favorite. I like a good whipper. Good to be back, people. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, just to let people know, we had a discussion. We're going to start doing these twice a month, so that we can have a little more consistency, and we'll bring it to uh, to you guys. And uh, we're going to uh, plug it ahead of time, so you guys know what's going on. Yeah, man. Otherwise, welcome to episode twenty-eight. Bill, did you see that Super Bowl? Yeah, man, I did, and it was like nothing like what we predicted. Oh my god! You know, it's because I'm I'm on record as a Tom Brady hater. Yeah. So fuck Tom Brady. Even still, because I I heard a lot of people afterwards being like, you know, uh, I didn't like Tom Brady before, but I, I kind of like him now. It's like fuck you, stop it. Oh my no. god, that's ridiculous. No, I mean, I gotta be honest. I was a little bit endeared, if I'm if I'm being honest. But when he started talking trash to uh, to Tyron Matthew, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, and I was like, yes, fuck, fuck you, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, because yeah. Tyron Matthew uh, in the previous, uh, this as the story goes, I believe in the in the previous meet that they had where the 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 you know the Kansas City beat them, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he, he talked some smack to him. So so Brady yeah. made it a point to find him and. You know. Yeah, because Brady's like Jordan in that way that they have that competitive like. Never, they're so never like they things. never forget. Like yeah. they're so amped up. Like and, and Tyron they're Matthew, petty. he's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's an amazing player. He is, and, and even uh, you know, he's football old. He's not old, but right. he's like football old, and he's still mm-hmm. making plays and he's still making a difference on the defense. But man, yeah. Fucking defense. Like, terrible. I feel we had something to do with it. I don't know why, Bill. We talked shit about Tom Brady, what was it, about four or five episodes ago? We're talking shit about him right now. <laughs> well, yeah, Fuck but, Tom Brady. I mean, I hate but, him. but we were saying that I was saying anyway that he's he's in decline. Yeah. He, he can't throw the long ball anymore. Yeah, with any you, accuracy. you and Max Kellerman. Okay. And literally from that moment forward, it was like all of a sudden he started throwing they these went on fucking bombs. The best run ever. And it, you know what? I don't he didn't throw that many bombs. He's just so fucking accurate. He's so accurate, but he, even his long ball was getting more accurate. Yeah, cuz he just knows he just he can read a defense better than than most offensive coordinators. It's really incredible. And then I got to say with all the media, you know, and the commentary, I started falling into yeah, the, how could you decline, you know, how could you deny it? Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Fucking 43 right? years old. Okay. Seven Super Bowls, you're the best. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, there was talk about athlete. I agree. And then the next day, there was actually some really good commentary that I read. And I was like, okay, slow your roll. Okay. It is very, very, very difficult to compare and contrast an NFL quarterback who's been in the league for the past 20 years. Yeah. And 43 years old, man. the rules and the way the game was played over the prior 30, 40 years. You can't. You can't. You really can't. Because the way the quarterback is protected in the game today. Yes. You can't. Tom Brady's never been hit the way Joe Montana got hit yep. in his, you know. One of the guys that the I league. love and respect, and I listen to him a lot on um, on ESPN, is, uh, is, is Steve Young. 
Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of Steve Young uh, before I, I became a big Jets fan. I was a big fan of, uh, in high school, I was definitely a big, like, uh, sports fan. Yeah. So I didn't have, I had a ton of, you know, I told the story about the basketball jerseys. I had, a, like, a guy for every team mm-hmm. in my closet. Uh, I had a bunch of guys come over. We played, like, uh, like, like uh, hoops in my bedroom. Because okay. I had a, a hoop on, and we all wore a, a different jersey. <laughs> 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 I busted out the jerseys that came out. But anyways... I never had a, a Steve Young jersey. I always wanted one. Mm-hmm. Love Steve Young. So he comes on, and he's um, he's so so. What he said was, uh, and he says it all the time, is that there's so many yards on the field right now for quarterbacks that uh, he's like, you know, he's he said if if I would have played during during this time, like he's like, you know, I could throw with both hands. I could. I, I was a running quarterback. I don't know if he said the both hands thing, but he he could throw with both hands. Yeah. Um, and, and he used to be so elusive and he was so clever that he says there's so many yards now, okay. like everything is geared toward offense. Correct. That's, that's the big thing is that everything is geared towards offense and the rules protecting the quarterbacks are yeah. such that you just can't, it's very difficult to compare. I mean, it's really difficult to compare Joe, you know, uh, Montana, yeah. uh, Dan yeah. Marino. He's not surprised by Brady um, at all. Basically. I mean, I think that Brady deserves, obviously, to be up on the list, you know, really yeah. high up. He and, might be the best and pocket you can passer say, ever. You can say that he, he, buries, he buries Peyton Manning and he buries all the quarterbacks of this era. That's fine. That's hard to say. But but for you to say that he's the greatest of all time and looking at, like, all the quarterbacks of the past, that's really tough. It's fun to have that conversation if you're a sports enthusiast. But I think if you're being realistic, if you really... Uh, not even if you're being realistic. If you can suspend your fandom for a minute and actually uh, uh, you look at the, the sport of football, football is a team sport. And uh, all these sports are team sports. And, and football so much like uh, you're a big baseball guy, and I think it's the same thing with baseball. It's the total construct of the team that makes the champion. You sure. know what I mean? Like it's great to have guys that excel at certain positions. Mm-hmm. But in the end, the quarterback has to be protected. He's got to have guys to throw to. He's got to have uh, uh oh, they got to you, you got to have a good running game. Yeah. You know, because you you got to mix it up. Yeah. You can't throw the ball every play or else you look like fucking Kansas and City. And I mean, I think you see you saw that in the Super yeah. Bowl because yeah. for example, you know, as great as Tom Brady is and and he had a good, very good game obviously. Yeah, great still game. still it's really the defense. Yeah. That that was the I real, love Todd That Bowles. was a real story back. I mean, Tampa Bay Bucks defense is really what buried Kansas City. The fact that they didn't score a touchdown, bro. I mean, that's crazy to me. The Kansas City that's Chiefs crazy to didn't me. Yeah. score a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the re- that's the real story. Todd Bowles came in there with a great plan. He really did because his whole thing was um, so so. You know, watching everything and then listening to people talk about it, he had two safeties behind, uh, in front of the receivers at all times. He wasn't going to get beat with the long ball. Mm-hmm. Then he was uh, tenacious with the uh, with the blitzing. Uh, uh, that front line is fantastic. But uh, the scheme was was pretty brilliant. It was, and, uh, and it was. Todd Bowles, you know, uh, 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 God bless him, because he was a <laughs> former Jets coach. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm happy for him. I'm really yeah. happy for him. But I also got to say that the officiating was a little bit over the top. There was quite a few penalties there against the Chiefs that were borderline calls. I, that in the Super Bowl, I don't think you could say that. 
you know, I'm not saying it's it would have changed things. I'm just saying it set a it set a little bit of a tone for the but game. I, th- I think it goes back to what I, with the whole team thing. It's it's also you know yeah the officiating plays a role because it, it it kind of dictates the pace of the game. Right. You know, so it does make a difference. But I think that they were so sharp and so focused, and yeah. I feel like Kansas City came in there so outgunned in the sense that uh, you know you know that that Mahomes didn't have a, his line. Uh, right. fully intact. Yeah, because one of his linemen was out. No, yeah. a bunch of them. I think it was three of them. Mm. I think it was three of them that oh. were out. They were playing with backups. They were yeah. they were playing backups in a, in a couple of different positions, and uh, his receivers. You know, I just say like like there's a lot of criticism that went around. Like you know maybe he's not so good. Blah blah blah. But did you see this guy? I I because I, I I was in and out to mm. be honest. You know Super Bowl whatever. Yeah. Um. But I'm watching him. It's like third and long, and he's running for his life, and it's already late in the game. But he's still uh, uh, going hard, and he's like falling, throws the ball because he's wrapped up both legs, and he looks like a bad throw. It's like, well, how do you make that throw? But then it hits the guy right in the fucking head. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like, yo, if you caught that, you're a hero. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of catch that uh, that dude made. um, There was a lot of drop passes. There were yeah. there were a couple of real like bad ne- drop passes yeah. like in critical situations and um and I think the officiating added to the frustration so oh, then, was, yeah so then like all yeah. of a sudden Kansas City felt like they're not only facing the Bucks but they're also facing the refs and yeah. um, it just kind of snowballed from there but more importantly than the game. What do you think of the halftime show? See, okay, I like the weekend, and I uh, I thought that, you know, I I don't like Super Bowl halftime shows. I think the uh, the two best that I, I remember that are memorable to me right now is um, uh, last year's was uh, that that was Shakira and um, dope. Yeah, I mean. Dope. I wasn't as enamored with it as everybody else was. Oh my god, Bill, you're crazy! Was, you need to watch well, it again. Listen, it was very no, well no, no, received. You need to watch it again. It was very well received. I think you didn't watch it hard enough. It was very well received, and everybody everybody liked it. Dope. Everybody liked it. <laughs> I I it was just dope. think that uh, yeah, it was good. It was it was a good fun concerty thing, and and they they're beautiful, and it was it was it was fun. But you you kind of you have a little bit of bias. A lot. <laughs> a lot of bias. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so this is why the uh, it had two of my most favorite artists in the entire world, like Shakira. Yes. I okay. Know. And I, I, and, I, I, and not even J Lo because I'm not J Lo's not huge high up in my list. Oh, even though you're she's talking about the bunny. bad bunny, bro. Yeah, bad I forgot. Bunny. about I actually forgot about him. You're yep, right. Yep. He was awesome. He was awesome. He was. He was awesome. Uh, I liked, and you maybe maybe that's because this is my Taylor Swift. Okay. I liked Katy Perry, the Katy Perry. Katy Perry one. had a very impressive performance at the Super Bowl. I, I, I like that one. So but I wouldn't what, put it so ahead what, of the So what did you one. think about the weekend? I thought it was okay. I thought it sucked a fat dick. Yeah, I know. You and a bunch of people. No, no, like, no I it, thought it was terrible. It, it was. So you know how I said the other one was very well received? This one, not so much. Not so much well received. But I, it's a tough one, man. Uh, he should not have been there. I'm not even blaming him. It's not his fault. It's that the weekend. You think he was a, a poor selection? I do, yeah, absolutely. I and I don't think it's his fault. But the weekend is a great artist, incredible voice, has some pretty good songs. But I would say that his best songs to date, and this is not to say that he won't do better I'm moving forward, are B plus songs. 
Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You texted me. Yeah. I think they're B plus songs. I think they're great songs to listen to when you're driving. I don't think that they're great songs to listen to at the Super Bowl. They're not. You know, that's they're not. not a, they're not woo listen, banger songs. That's not a bad point. You, you don't have a bad point. I like the weekend. I feel like uh, he put his heart and soul into that. That's the he best did. he could do. He put a lot of money too. Five five million. Right. Yeah, I think I, I told you that he he took five million out of his pocket. I don't for know that. where that money went. Because I didn't think the production, <laughs> I didn't see anything spectacular in the production. I don't care for his bandage face character. What? I read all about it. It's a metaphor for Hollywood yeah. and uh, how, how people in Because there was a lot of people that were like, oh, my God, he went to the award shows with bandages on. after. So he went right after he got a nose job. He did not. He didn't get facial surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it's just a character. that And it, that that's a metaphor. It's very artsy-fartsy. And it was... Yeah. Uh, it's a little, you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, but, you know, it was the best he could do, and I'm a fan of his, and I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was mm-hmm. terrible because, to be honest, I'm watching it at my in-laws' house. Nobody's changing the channel. I usually change channel at halftime. I don't care about halftime. Um, I just think that the weekend, I like him, so I tuned in. Here's a couple things with him. The number one, the majority of his hit songs are B plus songs. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that, though. I, number, I agree with number, you. That. Number two, he's not the type of artist who who's really a great performance artist. So, in other words, he's pretty good. His his dancing, he doesn't have like great choreography behind him. Like the choreography that those people with the mask are doing was like very weak. Oh, I know that part of his money went to extending it. So, so in other words, usually they'll they'll put in more commercials. So, I I believe he bought commercial time. Well, that was to... terrible. He should have done the commercials. <laughs> Although I'll get to the commercials in a second, but I just thought I just thought it wasn't good at all. I thought it was terrible. I thought and and the fact that for That's whatever reason title, with those masks I've seen worse. I've seen worse. With those masks and stuff, he said because of the uh COVID. No, because of the style that he chose with the masks and making that statement, he couldn't have any guests guest stars with him. Um I think that's bullshit. And I think that that was whack. Like if yeah. if, if if J-Lo I didn't know that. If J-Lo Somebody and Shakira can bring in guest stars like to make their performance better. I think the weekend could have used like a hell of a lot of help. <laughs> he could have brought in like a lot of help, like Neo Pitbull, like a whole yeah, lot of help. I don't, I, you're right about that. That's a good point. That's a good point because I, you, like I said, when you mentioned them before, I forgot about, uh, I'll uh, put it to you this way. Bro. I forgot about bad. Bunny. You know who would have put on a better halftime show and doesn't even have oh, you had a guy. as many songs. Okay. As Lizzo. You could have put Lizzo out there, and Lizzo's songs bang better than the weekend songs. That's not far fetched, but I'll tell you what: he should have brought out Lizzo. That would have uh-huh. been amazing. That would have been Lizzo amazing. should have been exactly. Why don't they put if, us if, in it was, of this if it was shit? the weekend and Lizzo, the Lizzo. So I see what you're saying because you had. You're right. You did have because Bad Bunny did what two songs. Um, he, he did a he did a song and Jay Balvin did a song. So Bad Bunny did the song with Shakira and Jay Balvin did the song with Jennifer Lopez. Okay. And so they brought in those two reggaeton artists. And what they did was they took a Puerto Rican artist with J Lo and matched her with a Colombian reggaeton artist with Jay Balvin. Very clever. And then Bad Bunny was Puerto Rican and matched him with, with Shakira, who was Colombian. I maybe maybe it was an egotistical thing. Maybe maybe I'm saying Lizzo should have been there. I, I Lizzo think, would have helped him a lot. I tell you what, Lizzo would have helped him a lot. I I, I actually agree with that take. Yeah. So I, I mean, uh, what are you gonna do? It is what it is. It's over. It's done. But it was whack. It matched the whole entire night because 
it was just a boring ass game. Yeah, and, and a weak ass and a weak ass halftime show. That's you're you know you you've you've sold me. You you you've made the argument, and I. And I <laughs> so, Bill, you know. uh, be speaking of masks and all that jazz. Um, did you hear about the Gorilla Glue Girl? Oh my God! It's it's like sweeping the fucking Twitter sphere. It's it's sweeping. <laughs> Uh, 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 the the TikTok sphere. So, so, I don't know if so those of you sphere. hiding under a rock somewhere exactly. that don't know anything, this girl, uh, Tessica Brown, from oh, you Louisiana, she apparently used gorilla glue instead of hairspray. Fucking wow! To uh, to basically make her hairstyle or whatever. And of course, how dude, you, it was how like you think extra that hold. Out? It was like extra extra hold. <laughs> it was it was the the. She used top of the line gorilla glue. Like the shit came in. Like I I saw it. Uh, like. I, I was late to the party, you know, because okay. I heard about it and I was like, what a what a dum dum. But then I, I went back and I like actually watched it and I saw everything unfold. I mean, Max hold or Max Max formula. What she it, was it's, using. It's horrible. It's horrible. And what's what's more horrible about it. And I'm not making fun of her. Is that it wasn't a mistake. She knew she nope. was putting Gorilla Glue in her Oh, hair. she knew 100%. So it wasn't like, oh, I grabbed something nope. and I sprayed it. Because apparently it was a spray. A spray adhesive. Uh, yeah. But it's not like, oh, I thought this was the hairspray and it turned nope. out to be Gorilla Glue. She was it's doing like it. She knew it was Gorilla Glue. She was glue. going for it. So I don't know how or what she was thinking. Now, how long would that last? That probably lasts for days. But at some <laughs> point, you got to you gotta The Gorilla bathe. Glue? No, that would last like an eternity. That 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 glue is like it's a crazy. hell of a glue, but it's it's gluing hair, you know, and yeah. hair's attached to your head, right? So after a while, it's just gonna kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, if it will come a, out. I know terrifying. she 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 got lucky because apparently a Beverly Hills surgeon heard her story and offered his services, and so she ended up undergoing a four hour long surgery. Oh my! Where they God. utilized everything from adhesive removers, aloe vera olive oil and even acetone in order to get her free of the glue i'll say what whatever company owns uh gorilla glue i, I think i want to buy a few shares <laughs> yeah, they're probably doing good idea. they're probably doing good that is not a bad idea but apparently there's a lot of um sympathy out there for her and um there is which is nice there's also a lot of copycats there's people people uh, uh giving it a try shit, yep right? mm -hmm. like why would you do that to yourself i don't know no. man somebody i think there's a gorilla glue challenge out there going on of course there is <laughs> there was a covid challenge where we talked about it and some yeah. people died and still yeah you know people they don't take death seriously you know no unfortunately not in uh other news Apparently, there's a big controversy going on with Britney Spears. I went out to Britney. I love Britney Spears. So, I guess there was a New York Times documentary uh, called Framing Britney Spears, um, where they basically... I saw something about her popping up around, but go ahead. Well, she, she basically has been under conservatorship um, since 2008, where her uh, father manages her money uh, and her finances. And uh, she's been attempting to basically... Emancipate herself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's been attempting to do that, and she's filed petitions to, to remove him since 2008. But, um, but so far, it's been unsuccessful. And so now there's been some, sh you know, shedding of light on the fact that um, they're not sure that, you know, he's been acting in her interests. And of course. She basically, she's been 
ridiculed by the media and public for years and that there have even been, you know, major artists like Justin Timberlake and others who have uh, basically stomped on her. Uh, Eminem did for a while. Sure. Sure. So apparently, like, you know, there's a reversal there in terms of, you know, feeling for Britney and saying, like, what the fuck? Like, this is messed up. And if you think about it, when's the last time that she performed or put out an album? I got to be honest. When I went to Vegas a couple of years ago, she was there. Right. I think she did have a residency there for a little bit. Oh, Jesus. Really? Wow. It was a it was a good ticket. Yeah. I think she made a lot of money there. Yeah, I think she did, too. But ever since then, I mean, she hasn't cut a new album. No, she hasn't been any, you know, doing anything. So, I mean, that's a sad situation. And they're basically shedding light on, you know, mental illness and and mental health. (gasps) And my Brittany and uh, she's mental. (laughs) Well, that's why they've you know she had a nervous breakdown. That's right. She did. And she shaved her head and all that stuff. But, you know, I thought that was just media stuff. Mm. Wow. Mental health, man. Mental it's, health. It's we we talked business. about it like uh, on the sh- podcast before, but it is a trending thing in in our community, in our in our lives, in, in this country. It's real. It's real. It's not appreciated enough. Well, clearly, Tessica what? Brown with the Gorilla Glue, she might have a mental health issue. And here's Britney Spears with her. Mental oh, health. my God. Did you hear about? So I actually I put Bitcoin on my list because okay. uh, we've had Nick the Greek on here and he's a huge Bitcoin fan. Uh, um, he's actually, to be honest, he's guided a lot of my decisions. Uh, uh, a smart guy, very into the uh, decentralization, decentralized currency. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, uh, crypto represents. Yeah. Because my dad is always disappointed. He hates cryptocurrency. Well, he hates it. So does Warren Buffett, but it's becoming so does Warren quite, Buffett too, it's but quite popular. Yeah. Becoming Warren quite Buffett popular. hates it? Yeah. What do you mean? He doesn't buy into it. He doesn't believe it. He doesn't believe it, huh? No, nope, you don't believe in it. Wow, does not believe in it. Well, do you think he's just an old guy who doesn't understand it? But because he's the like the greatest investor of all time, and the fact that he hasn't even touched it is a little bit. That's, that's the that's the big mystery, right? Because it either goes one of two ways. He either has infinite wisdom and understands that at the end of the day, at some point, this is not going to work, and he could see that point that none of us can see, or. He's behind the times, and it's just incapable of Listen, seeing the future. So he's behind the times, okay? Because I'm a big Warren Buffett fan. I love the guy. I, I've watched, uh, if anyone, The Snowball on HBO, incredible documentary about Warren Buffett. But here's the thing about Warren Buffett, okay? Warren Buffett is, and I think it's in that documentary, he has a lot of health problems because he's a stubborn motherfucker. <laughs> he goes to McDonald's every day. Does he really? He fucking goes to the drive-thru of McDonald's every day. He orders the uh, the Egg McMuffin. Um, he claims that it's the best deal in town for a, for a breakfast sandwich. He's like, you can't. <laughs> he drinks Coke every day. He has a Coke dispenser machine in his... Um, no shit. Yeah, in his office. He, he's, he drove. I think he recently bought a new car, but he had been driving the same car uh, for a long time. So he's got... He's got a, a miser complex, you know. Yeah, yeah. Speaking I sen- of, of I sense, mental health, I sense that. Yeah. Speaking of mental health, he's got a miser complex. He's very wise, and he's a he's a he's an interesting man, and he's best friends with Bill Gates, and and I've seen their conversations, and they're fascinating. He's fascinated by Bill Gates because he sees a bit of himself in Bill Gates, but Bill Gates is in this realm that he never mastered, which is like the the high end tech. But he's aware of it. But I feel like that tells me that he's a little bit disconnected from it. So I could see him hating on the Bitcoin. 
But I am a fan of the Snowball. That is his code name. Okay. Or his, <laughs> uh, his, his other alias. So, yeah, I know you love the cryptocurrency. and, and I, Nick Lately, clearly lately, lately I have because Nick the Greek has kind of shown me a lot of things. I think it's interesting. Uh, so he showed me, and I sent it to my dad, and even my dad was impressed, uh, which is the chart that I showed you, which is uh, about market cap uh, uh, in, in the United States. I, I guess that's pretty much the world, actually. Uh, with, with So in terms of, of actual wealth, because he, he is obsessed with wealth a, yeah. a bit, Nick the Greek. But he always has been since, since you know, I've known him for a long time. So since we were younger, he's always been obsessed with uh, attaining wealth and knowledge. You know, he's, he's like Brainiac, like like super, the Superman villain. Yeah. You know, that would uh, uh, conquer the like a like a race. Mm-hmm. Like he would take a so 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 Brainiac for people that don't know, he would he would shrink or, or, or conquer uh, worlds and then or and destroy them. So that way, and then he would take all the knowledge from them. Like that, he was after your archives. He was after your libraries because he's like, well, if I have that knowledge and nobody else has it, then I'm I'm the most powerful being in the world. Okay. So his whole thing was to so so I call him Brainiac a little bit, and that's mm. fucked up, but I, I do. But he's a big crypto guy, and he believes in the decentralized currency. So right now we're all working with money, mm-hmm. like uh like like dollars, and that's a centralized currency. The right. central bank dictates. Uh, the, governments. The, the worth of it. Governments. Governments yeah. control. Yeah. Yeah. So he's very anti-government. Right. Uh, which is why he's also a, a bit of a Trump supporter, which is a little, you know. Sort of, disturbing. So we're at odds, but we're both Scorpios. And, um, you know. Well, apparently Musk, uh, Elon Musk just bought, uh, what was it? 1.4 1. 1. billion. Right. Uh, Bitcoin. Right. Did you but know he, that Elon Musk just became the world's richest yeah, man? Mm-hmm, I do. It's, yeah. it's on my list, buddy. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And which is pretty incredible because in one year, he's gone from 31st to first. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And he did it through Bitcoin. He so, did it through so Bitcoin, not, but he, he also did it through some stock options that he had built into Tesla. He has stock Tesla. options, yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently two sets He does of, not collect a salary from, right. from Tesla. Right. Uh, Jeff Bezos does. Does. But he does not. Right. So apparently those two stock options that he triggered propelled him to, to the number one. World, world, number one. He was climbing all year this year. Yeah. I think he hit number two at some point. And the, uh, there's a great TikTok with this kid that explains like wealth in rice. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, I, I got to send it to you because it's like, uh, it's like this is how much rice Jeff Bezos has compared to everyone else. And you know what I mean? Like when he starts comparing the thing and he starts dumping the rice <laughs> on the table and you see the amount of fucking rice that uh, Bezos has, it's like it breaks the table basically. It's like, <laughs> and, and then he's like, he's about to make this much more rice and he slides like new rice over. It's unbelievable. It's incredible TikTok. It's a great uh, a visual for people who don't understand the level of wealth that we're right. talking about right now. Yeah. It's interesting because every time like people talk about Elon Musk or Elon Musk is in the news, it's literally like he's the Tom Brady of of the finance world. Because I don't know about because that, he's but constantly he's... being deep throated. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like that people just deep throat the guy. <laughs> yeah, I I like the that. Musk. Yeah, well, so listen, man, the guy's made me a lot of money. I really can't yeah. complain. I, I bought. So I'll tell everybody because it's like not really a big deal. But I bought uh, uh, one share of Tesla and uh, a couple of months later, not even, it splits. 
it does a five split. So now I have five shares of Tesla. So all of a sudden it's like, and, and I bought it on a whim just because like, like what you said, I'm a, I'm an Elon deep throater. I, I love Neuralink. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, although his taste in women, that grimes, I don't get it. She must be a good conversation. <laughs> you know, cause she is just, she's she pretty. Just, she's pretty. She's just you not your so? type. She doesn't need enough corn. Nah, but she's yeah, pretty. she's really, really thin. She's very thin. Very thin. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Well, we'll see what happens. He's he's doing a lot of things. Elon Musk. Oh he's, man, he's, he's the a best. Tremendous influence on the markets. Um, it's crazy. The 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 doggy coin. You got into that. I did. I got into doggy coin for literally like about five days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah but, it was a fun ride. But it was right? a fun ride. And and then when I read up on doggy coin, and I like, realized oh, like boy. there's nothing behind this thing. It's completely like I'm, limitless. I'm, honestly, I'm glad that you did that. I was like, okay, um, so this you, is a you, nice you, ride. Yeah, it was a nice ride. Yeah. It was a nice ride. Yeah. Uh, I know a, a girl who actually a, a young girl who made a lot of money off doggy coin because she went hard. She went hard. She bought like a ton of it. Yeah. Knowing what was going on. Yeah. And and on that little ride, it was like a mini GameStop. Well, I was also nervous because I got the tip. Um, from Jerry. From Jertard. And <laughs> Jertard was like, he just texted me out of the blue. He's like, doggy coin. And I was like, what are you talking to me about doggy coin for? Like, I knew what doggy coin was because you had already talked to me about it. So I knew, like, I, I knew what he was talking about. But I was like, why is Jatard telling me about doggy Well, coin? it's weird because I originally, because uh, Elon Musk loves it. Mm-hmm. But now you hear billionaires like Musk and like uh, uh, Mark Cuban mm-hmm. saying, yeah, I bought a bunch of it for my kid just to teach him about things. You know, it's okay. like, oh, geez, they don't give a fuck about this. They, they're just like, they're fucking around with people with right. this. Right. You know, well, it's like almost a continuation of GameStop, right? In in some Yeah, it's a, it was a mini GameStop. It right. was a mini GameStop where it was artificially boosted and if you got in, you could take advantage of that and then mm. you can get out and you you made some money. Right. But it's it's technically it's nonsense. It's all being written by Reddit. I, I did go with the GameStop only because I bought it because I like games. Right. And, and I bought it when but it was super it has low. A, that product's behind it. Like, okay. This so is sort of. I bought it at $5 on average. And it just kept going down and I kept buying it. And uh, all of a sudden this GameStop stuff happens. This this controversy. Mm-hmm. So this is a stock. It got it acquired by Chewy because it was, it was basically scheduled to go out of business. So Chewy.com buys it. It goes up to like 8 Almost ten dollars a share, I believe. I could be completely wrong on the numbers, you know. I mean, don't go crazy on me, but I'm trying to make a point here. So it goes up to like eight bucks. So I bought it at five. I have a a, a bunch of shares, and uh, and I'm like, maybe I should sell it. And then this this GameStop stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. So the thing goes up to like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I got to sell it right I now. Get out. Yeah. Yeah, this is ridiculous. There's no way. And then you start reading about it and then you realize that like people are just trying to hype it up to screw over hedge funds. Right. And uh we're and, trying to short the stock. Yeah. And so I got well the hedge funds were shorting. Right. So they were like fuck you hedge funds. Right. We're going to make sure that your shorts fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And a, they were it's, succeeding. It's an interesting like, you know, dynamic. Dynamic and and sort of warfare going on between Warfare, good word. You know, 
the 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 haves and the have nots. The haves and the have nots. Yeah. 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 It's really fascinating. It was it was fascinating. If you really understood it, you took the time to listen to what was yeah. going on. That's what was happening. And then the big controversy really came down when when certain sites like Robinhood Robin started restricting. Yeah. The the have nots yeah. from being able to make moves. So they and took it as a as an insult. Correct. And they were just like, uh, there's there was lawsuits floating around, but in the end, they really don't hold any water because when you agree to trade with Robinhood, Robinhood can say, and they they are saying that they have your interests in mind. So right. all of a sudden, there's all this volatility introduced, and you know what? Uh, uh, a bit of kudos to them because there's a family that's suing um, uh, Robinhood because mm-hmm. their their kid. Uh, uh, killed themselves. I remember that sad story. Yeah. yeah, it was a very sad story, and the family's still he like thought, fighting. He thought he lost a ton of money, and he didn't. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a, or it was there was a loophole where he could have kind of pleaded his case and 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 been okay. Yeah, and it's horrible. You know, the family was saying, "Listen, we tried. We we didn't know that, but we were trying to reach out to Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and they never got back to us in time, and he killed himself, and it's their fault, and." That's a tough one, man. Yeah, it's not not easy. Not That's a easy. tough one. So I saw a fascinating, um, excuse me, bless you, uh, documentary the other day, which was um, a documentary that people I think could all relate to because everybody eats this shit. But basically, it was uh, a documentary on the History Channel talking about the history of uh, Domino's Pizza. Oh my and god, Pizza Hut. Oh my god, and so the, funny and, and, the, and the war between them. Uh, that's been at war? That's, that's been going on since like. The 1970s, 60s, even. Wow. So it's so fascinating. Literally, Pizza Hut got started by two brothers. Okay. Right, in like Wichita, Kansas. Wow, Kansas. And they were Irish. They were two Irish boys. They weren't Italian or anything. And apparently, at that time, when they started this idea, pizza as a as a as a food was Oy. not even considered like wasn't a mainstay food like, as, make it, a as it is today. Um, they literally, you know. <laughs> took this idea, this concept of pizza and pizza slices, um, which were only found locally in certain uh, enclaves, Italian enclaves in, like, New York or wow. Chicago, um, but really emanated from from Naples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they make it totally different over there. I, that's what I heard. And so what these two brothers did was end up borrowing, like, a l- very little bit of money from their mother. Right, they, probably a lot at they, the time. They bought a bar, and they converted the bar into a restaurant. And then they decided that the food they were going to sell was pizza, but they wanted to figure out like how to basically make people like make pizza because nobody liked it. So they actually started just amongst themselves, two brothers and like one other guy just experimented with pizza pies and they started throwing like more cheese on it and playing around with the sauce. And then they decided to use French bread instead of like regular dough bread. Okay. And, um, and that's how the concept of, 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 of the pizza as a, as a fast food um, and as a, as a restaurant product began was with the Pizza Hut. That's crazy. Brothers. But what's hilarious is that when they bought the bar, there apparently was like a, a marquee, um, like a sign out front that was a co- old Coca-Cola sign. Like a, like a theater like sign, like a marquee? Sort of, like that. And the problem was was that they had to come up with a name for the for the restaurant, but it had to be only a certain amount of letters, and they could they they were short on letters because it, it only had room for enough letters for it to say pizza something, 
And so the reason it's Pizza Hut is because they only had three letters to work with left. That's amazing. And they just kept playing with the letters and then came up with Hut. And that's Pizza how you have Hut. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, the whole the whole And what was what's up with Domino's? So Domino's basically was these two brothers. Again, it was two brothers who it's always two um, brothers who ended up buying a deli where this guy was selling sandwiches and some pizzas out of it. Um I forgot which town it started in. But um basically um they were doing okay and they were selling their products, but then um they ran into a couple of different glitches because they couldn't keep up with the demand because a lot of people wanted it and they didn't have enough room. They only had the space that the deli occupied was like only 500 square feet. So then one brother uh, decided, okay, well, we're going to just start doing a lot more deliveries instead of um, deliveries and takeout because there's no space for people to eat it here. So then they started doing that. But then one brother got really pissed off because... Um, the other brother decided that that wasn't working out either. So the concept he was coming up with was we're only going to sell pizzas. We're not going to sell sandwiches anymore. Fuck sandwiches. And so tell everybody who calls up that we're only selling pizza. And so that's what they did. And so the one brother got so pissed off that he decided to do that, that he just decided to up and quit. And he sold his half of his interest in the corporation to the other brother in exchange for him signing the title off to a fucking Volkswagen Beetle. Wow. That was a used Volkswagen Beetle. That's amazing. And he went back to become a mailman. Because apparently car. he was a mailman before before he, he started with the business. And then Great he car. went back to be, he got me a mailman. <laughs> so, bro, he, his interest is worth like almost like $500 like billion. billion. Dollars yeah, something. exactly. Of course it is. Yeah. And so the other brother kept up with it. Ran into a ton of debt, but was able to run out of that debt and start surpassing Pizza Hut worldwide when he was doing the franchising, but he also incorporated the idea of the pizza within a half hour of the call. And wow, so that took a while for it, because I remember when that dropped. And then when that dropped... That dropped in my lifetime. That, that took off. That's fantastic. But the entire story about Americana and, like, pizza being part of Americana, like, American culture... Um, and that that wasn't always the case. That wasn't even the case during the 1910s, 20s, so you're 30s. you're saying these really little off. pizza places that yeah. have the greatest pizza ever, and uh, and you know God God bless them once again. Uh, uh, Umberto's mm -hmm. delicious. Yeah, uh, all were predicated by these two. Correct. Wow, yeah. that's crazy because those pizzas suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> like Domino's you go to a Pizza Hut just to be on the safe side if you're in a different state. Right. You know, it was like, ah, at least we know it's it's some half-assed pizza. Yeah. You know, yeah. then you get Domino's when you're, like, banged up and you're, like, it's the, mm -hmm. it's late but at night. But the reason when you go into a Pizza Hut and you're sitting at one of those booths and it has that, like, low light, like yeah. that little light, that's because they replicated the old bar, bar restaurant that Jesus. it started in. Yeah. And it's got that little slopey, you know, the slopey roof. Uh-huh. You know, it looks like a, like, with the red roof. I have great memories in Pizza Hut. Me too. Especially in Puerto Rico. Oh, my mom used to love it. <laughs> One time we were in Puerto Rico, we were in San Juan, we go to a Pizza Hut, and they had like a jukebox in there. And so I was like maybe 12, 13 years old. I went up to the jukebox, and I couldn't really recognize any of the artists in the in the jukebox. So I saw Mark Anthony, though, right? So all of a sudden I put in a... a, a 12 coin. years old, you know Mark Anthony? Yeah. So I put in the coin, and, I, and Mark Anthony comes on, and all of a sudden... The people 
start dancing in Pizza Hut. There's oh my like god! Five or six couples that start that's dancing. Puerto Rican as they hell. They start dancing salsa in Pizza nice. Hut. Nice. Yeah, it was a pizza. Wow, that's amazing! And this yeah. this twelve year old lad got everybody going. You were you were <laughs> yeah. DJ back then. Yeah, I was DJing back then. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Oh. So anyway, yeah, that was a really good documentary. Very interesting. And the other thing that made Domino's really successful was that the the one brother who ended up becoming the rich, you know, sole owner of the of the business, he started targeting uh, college campuses. And so he would put a Domino's Brilliant. near any major college campus. And one of his Brilliant. first ones that he did was uh, Michigan State. Because at the time, Michigan State was like the largest and might still be uh, campus with student body um, in the Interesting. world. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff... So he had a, an idea of marketing and and um, and saturation and all that stuff before anybody. Right. Essentially, he created all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't do it purposefully, but nope. inadvertently. That's amazing. Yeah. True story. Oh, you just uh, one thing about that Elon Musk thing. Yeah. Um, because uh, I I meant I meant to mention it before we switch topics, but uh, he's involved in a China scandal. Are you aware of this? Like China is. No. Um, is is investigating him? Uh, the government I, I, of China is investigating the government him? of China. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, uh, I believe that. The government of China just kicked out BBC. Yeah, they're hardcore. They're hardcore, and it was the same day as the the, the China investigation that mm -hmm. he did that Bitcoin buy. Oh, so uh, I don't know. Are you familiar with the movie The Big Short? Yes, excellent yeah, it's movie. An excellent movie, right? Uh, Michael Berry, mm -hmm. who was the, uh, the, yeah. the 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 dude, you know, the Christian Bale, I believe, plays. Mm -hmm. Um, that that discovered, you know, what was going on in the housing market. He uh, uh, actually deleted a tweet not too long ago saying how it's interesting how Tesla and Bitcoin run concurrently, and and that, um, you know, the China scandal was definitely uh, covered up by the Bitcoin buy. Like that's a distraction oh. for the China scandal, so stock stays okay. But I mean, I also think you know, knowing what I I know about Bitcoin and and what I believe in Bitcoin is that it's more of like a stabilizing thing too, because if he throws his money in there, like one point four billion, mm. you know, that's probably not going anywhere. So that's like like technically that's probably money that he made. You know what I mean? So so you sure. stick it in there, and it's like you kind of hedged a little bit. Interesting. So I don't know, but yeah, that that was a big thing that I, I meant to mention, yeah. and I, I did want to link it to the uh, to the big short guy because that that guy's important. He, yeah, he, very. He's a very interesting dude. He hates doggy coin, obviously, um, because it's not based on anything like you, what you were saying. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, he thinks he, he thinks that Bitcoin and Elon Musk, uh, well, Bitcoin and Tesla go or have a symbiotic relationship. And he said that before the buy even happened mm. because Elon is so bullish on it. You it's, know, there's probably some insider stuff going on there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, he's, People are concerned mm. because of all his doggy coin uh, stuff. Talk as well, yeah. Yeah, he talks it up. He's There's like a the, lot of manipulation in the markets. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, back to that GameStop thing. Yeah, that, that's mm. what it was all about. Mm -hmm. I, I, fascinating stuff. Fascinating yeah, we'll see stuff. how regulations moving forward, especially with the Biden administration, might affect a lot of that. I know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, uh, is anything happening on March sixth? Do we know this? Because I have one of my um, my my fellow uh, my one of my friends that's like a huge Trump supporter, oh. going on and on about March sixth and and how things are gonna they ain't ooh. shit happening on March sixth. These I fucking don't jokers think so. Oh my but god, they're on yeah. some sort of a you know what's coming network. out on March sixth the the reemergence of, of Ringling Barnum and Bailey Sergis. Yeah, I Come guess on. so. Uh, you think Trump's gonna form another party? 
If that's a thing. I guess. Who the cares? Patriot Party. I, yeah. I, I hope he does. Either. All that. All that really. <laughs> let him do that. All that's gonna do is uh, split the Republican divide Party. Them, right? Further divide them. I mean, eventually, like one of them are yeah. gonna win out. And... Talk about falling from grace, man. I, I was. I was a. Uh, I tell you, when I when I was originally introduced into politics, I say this all the time. I, I came in as a as a Republican, and uh, and and it's just it's it's embarrassing almost. It's pretty sad. They're they're, they're rough. Even the, the 10 of them going against... Uh, uh, it's pretty sad. I'll tell you, I mean, here's the reason why, in my view. <clears throat> they broke one of the major tenets of the Republican Party, which was monitoring and restricting fiscal spending, right? You're supposed to restrict and keep a small government, and you know whether you agree with that or you don't agree with it, the bottom line is, is that that was one of the pillars of the Republican Party. Yeah, 100%. Okay, and Trump broke, exploded well, that mold. I mean, I don't he, think he, that started with Trump. That started way before Trump. Well, it started really with probably Reagan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Okay. I would agree with that. But, of course, they always hedge that with, oh, well, we do believe in military spending, though. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. So that's the safe. one area that they believe in. But Trump sort of shit. blew with that all out of the water. Uh, Trump blew regardless, everything out of, Regardless out of, of military spending, yeah. like spending generally is just not a problem anymore under the Republican banner, under Trump. Well, it was also, well, Bush did it too. Both Bushes did it. Uh, uh, they spent pretty crazily. Uh, uh, w spent like like crazy. Yeah, but again, that was that was defense spending. But they're always preaching, you know, the the party of small government and uh, you know, staying out of your wallets and all that stuff. But it's you know, government can't do anything without without money, mm-hmm. you know. So taxes do have to go up if if you're gonna of if course. you're gonna rely on government to solve problems, you know. So I understand being leery of government, and that was something that that the Republicans always preach. But that's like you said, it's out the window. Mm-hmm. It's out the fucking window. It no, doesn't matter when out. it happened, but it's been. Gradually, I think it's been getting worse and worse. And yeah, Trump mm-hmm. is probably the pinnacle of, yeah. of that whole idea. So it's like, what are they now? You know, that that's that's my thing. It's like everything that comes out of their faces is a lie or, or some sort of um, safe face kind of uh, tactic to to bolster the, the party that, that doesn't even stand for what it used to stand for. No, they've lost, they lost their identity. And so it's going to be interesting to see. How well, they've been that saying that about Democrats for years. Well, I mean, it's true, too. It's true as well in, in a lot of respects with Democrats. Well, you know, I think all the radicalization has kind of put them back on the that Democratic path. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you do have a lot of new young voters infused into that, in that, into that party, uh, like what you had years ago with the Republicans. You know, and I guess that goes back to what you always say was it with the push and pull. Right. You know, yeah, uh, it is interesting to see, but it does seem like a lot of the the youth is woke, and, uh, and yeah, you, know. you do have a lot of young people that are um, that are now, you know, paying attention, and you also have a rising minority population that also tends to vote Democratic. So those are two things that are in the republic, you know, in the Democratic camp. Um, but with that said, I don't know how long that'll last because eventually. If the Biden administration, you know, makes a couple of major decisions that aren't considered quite progressive enough for the radical side of of the Democratic Party, then all of a sudden you might have a lot of people jumping off of that as well. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds, you know.
I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of moves to still be made um, in the Democratic Party to decide what 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 is the identity of the Democratic Party moving forward. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, because it's, uh, it's very fluid. The whole situation is very fluid for both parties. Meaning that I think the Democratic Party is trying to identify itself, you know, re-identify itself. Yeah, and, and I um, think they're doing a good job, actually. But I think that's just a matter of, uh, of um, you know, just kind of like you said, it's a push and the pull. This is this mm -hmm. is this is the the pushback from all that stuff that trumped it. Yeah, well, it's all going to come down to seeing how successful Biden is in getting this vaccine rollout going. I mean, he's already promised three hundred million by the end of July, I believe. That's correct. Yes, vaccine allegedly. I think it was uh, Doctor um, Fauci. Fauci came out and said that you know he's projecting that everyone might be able to get vaccinated by April, or at least be eligible to be vaccinated by April. Isn't it weird to see him back in action? It's kind of it's kind of nice to see him empowered. Yeah, of course. He was mm. never really empowered over there. He was always uh, uh, fighting with with everybody. Or at odds. I shouldn't say he was, because he wasn't visibly fighting. God forbid they would have executed him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the impression that you got, you know? I love that dude, man. I really do love that dude. But, you know, I mean, we'll just see how woke everybody stays. Because sometimes people are woke and then they're not. Yeah. You know, I mean, for example, when you had the big civil rights movement in the 1960s, right? You had a lot of people that were woke, Right. And mm -hmm. a lot of things going on. A lot yeah. of, a lot of um, legislation passed. And then as you head into the 1970s, that eventually stalls out. And then you have Ronald Reagan in 1979, 1980. Yeah. And then you start walking everything back. Well, you start walking everything back because um, because he's a Republican. <laughs> and I don't mean to. But. You know, that's unfortunately a lot of what got Reagan elected was part of the wave that came before that that was a little more open minded, you know, and and uh, kind of ushered them in because, you know, in order for these parties to win, they need to siphon uh, humans from from one side or the other. So so mm -hmm. I'm like, it's, you know, you, you really educated me on that. The push and pull is, is very much in play. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Every and, we'll probably, cycle. and you'll probably see it in two years. Absolutely. Yeah. There'll be retaliation, especially that's why this this administration, I guess every administration is so important. But I think that we're at a, a crazy crossroads in in like humanity, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, I, I don't mean to bring it back to that. But the cryptocurrency is a very interesting thing to watch, um, you know, because that's kind of directly stealing power away from governments and central banks. Right. So the fact that it's gaining in speed so much is very interesting and something to watch because, you know, the more power the people have, the the the, I, the new, less new 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 world order. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm, that's what scares a lot of people. Is it that, scares you know, a lot of people, but at the same time, I I feel like subconsciously we're all working towards that. Like I've always said this. Like as much as people think that they're being different, that we all kind of want to be the same. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know if you agree with this, but mm -hmm. this is a premise that I that I wrestle with all the time. It's like an existential premise. You know what I mean? It's like um, like the whole uh, higher power thing. There's a like in sci-fi. There's always like a, I think in Star Trek they're called the Borg. Um, 
I think in this other this Mass Effect game that I love, they're called uh, the the Vex. Mm-hmm. But it's basically like a one consciousness kind of uh, like a collective mm-hmm. kind of entity where it's like it's a bunch of people, but it's all just one mind. I think that there is a part of humans that strive for that, and mm-hmm. I think that sci-fi premise is written as like a um, you know it's like a like a like what if it all like like went to that like what if we all started thinking the same and and then we liked it and then we, yeah, we, we become mean, this society you know in theory but i don't know greed and selfishness still seems to win out frequently yeah there's still people will always wrestle with it mm-hmm. but that's what i mean it's it's almost like um like the religious idea of the man of man meaning in nowadays man and woman mm-hmm. uh trying to get back to the garden you know mm-hmm. like we're always we're always searching for happiness because the garden is is ultimate happiness. Right. You know, so so you're always trying to get back to the garden. That's why you're always looking for pleasure. You're always looking for happiness because the garden is ultimate happiness and pleasure and you never have it all the time. So you're always looking for it all the time. So there's like this this absence of of, you know, that. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to walk around with just a leaf on? <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not that whole thing. That you know, totally that's not ideal. a bad story. So you, know. so you say we all die and we go up there and we just get to where leaves. I mean, certain friends of mine, you know, they they'd love to walk around with their balls hanging out all over the place. That's funny. That's good stuff. And not to get too deep, but I I do I enjoy that stuff. I I, I enjoy no, that it's it, stuff. it's fascinating, and uh, you know, I'm not joking about the new world order. A lot of people have been concerned about that, and I think some people are fearful that. That this cryptocurrency I used to be. is leading that way. I used to be. I used yeah. to be fearful of that, but now I feel like it's inevitable. I feel like it's mm. inevitable. As soon as we stop fighting each other, we'll all start thinking the same and being on the same page, and mm. we'll all start working collectively toward survival or, or the next, you know, the next frontier. Because I think space is a real thing, and I think like a lot of oh, the yeah. futurists see that as a real thing. Oh yeah. You know, SpaceX, uh, baby. SpaceX. I know that's another Musk, uh, <laughs> uh, Musk uh, joint. Another so, Musk joint. In other news, officially, Aunt Jemima's Gonzo. Oh my God! You saw that? Yes. What's sir. it called? It's called something. It uh, is now going to be called the Pearl Milling Company. Oh, that's that's right. Which is actually the, the original name for the company that started the original ready-made pancake mix back in 1888. Oh, so they're they're so, pancake mix. I thought they were more of a of a syrup company. So, no. so they were because I know Aunt Jemima makes the pancake mix, but you know Correct. I didn't think that was the pancake. No, mix that's at what they started. Time. That's what they started with, that's and then the they thing. started going to other areas of breakfast. But for those that don't know, Aunt Jemima is Gonzo, and yep. the reason it's Gonzo is that it came from an old minstrel show song called the Old Aunt Jemima, uh, which was basically performed by people in blackface with aprons and bandana headbands mocking uh, former slaves and slaves. Jesus, really? Yeah, and the fact that this even lasted as long as it has is just fucking asinine but i didn't realize it was so racist like you know what oh. i mean it's like i thought it was just like you know it's like yeah, yeah this ain't jemima she's a little bit racist and so this is basically a, a new positive trend because uncle ben's has now become just ben's original and also mrs butterworth is also looking for a new identity oh wow that's crazy so yeah, it's it's interesting to see how the uh, Black Lives Matter movement and all the progressive um, strides are finally having an effect in corporate America. 
It is interesting, actually. I, I've never really stopped to think about that, but but it is like you know because I I, I kind of dismiss it sometimes too as like just woke stuff. You know, people get so mad. It's like, oh, I can't even go shopping. Everything's canceled. I watched a video. That oh, we had a friend me. of ours who was, who was a fucking idiot who was like, we have a you know, I really used to enjoy to sit down and and have my breakfast and look at the Enchimima uh, bottle. Oh my and god, I'm like, that's so racist. <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, I can't even imagine having breakfast without an Aunt Jemima there. So comforting. And he's like, I so didn't comforting. even think about her being like a slave or anything. I just liked that she was a good cook. And I'm <laughs> like, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> moron. I mean, you know, uh, people feel how they you feel, know, I guess. Funny story, by the way, this past week, right? So a friend of ours, right, is watching TV. We're, we're watching TV, my, myself, him, and his wife, right? And we're watching TV, and it's not late, but it's like 11, 1130. And he's getting tired, so he starts nodding out a little bit, right? So all of a sudden, I'm, I'm seeing him, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's nodding out. He's going to be asleep in, like, a minute. That right? makes you mad when you're out hanging out. You don't like people sleeping. No, and he does it all the time. But he is on medications, right? So anyway, all of a sudden, across the TV comes a commercial, and it's the, the K Jewelers commercial. And so, you know, it shows, hey, like, begins with K. Yes. So, uh, of course, that commercial's banging right now because it's just before Valentine's Day. And so they're promoting, like, yeah, some particular hard. type of fucking piece, jewelry piece, right? Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, I decided to bust balls. And I go, Troy, look, it's it's K. And he, he, he in his head, because he's always thinking about food, and he just was complaining about wanting ice cream for the past hour, he wakes up and goes, somebody said cake? Cake? We got cake? He said, <laughs> no, not cake. K Jewelers. And he's oh, I thought we had cake. That's so funny. And, that's that's so him. And his wife just goes back in the couch. Like she just dropped back in the couch. Like, oh Yeah, fuck. she's she knows. She's, nothing's happening. Great. Every case begins with cake. That's right. Cake? Cake? Somebody said cake. <laughs> Uh, that's oh. Funny. oh, freaking guy. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I don't know if you heard about this in science news. Um, mm. They've now theorized that black holes are actually uh, gateways to another dimension. Really? Yeah, they, they, the science supports that more than the original stuff, which is like it's just eating everything up. And so it's not just it sucking to, everything up. It yeah, actually, up, it's yeah. a portal. They, they now believe, and this is very new, uh, information that that it is actually just a it's a portal to another part of the galaxy another part of the world another part of the universe i not galaxy we're in we're in a galaxy they think it's a it's another world in there and so you probably could travel faster in that oh yeah you're instantly there they oh. they uh i don't think that they think it's a time thing anymore i think they they used to think it was a time thing i don't know you know google it go read more about it but they they've definitely changed their ideas on black holes and they did mention the fact that it, it's uh, they, they actually use the words another dimension. That's really these, cool. In these science articles. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Uh, there's more and more stuff coming out uh, about that stuff all the time. And, and, you know, I was I got a little existential before, but like that's that's part of the whole thing. Mm. You know, that's why I think we do need to get collective and go out there and explore and see what's going on. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's on my list. Very interesting. Let's see. Let's cross this out here. Oh, uh, big rest in peace to uh, Cicely Tyson, by the way. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, she passed away. I remember watching her as a kid in the autobiography of uh, of Miss Jane. Um, it was a really powerful show. 
TV uh, series, I believe it was. Short series, like one of those mini series or whatever. What was it about? Um, honestly, I couldn't even tell you enough about it right now because I don't remember. I haven't seen it in years, but it was uh, it was very good. She she ended up getting all sorts of Academy Awards for it. Oh, well, but rest she, in peace, Cicely she, Tyson, yeah, man. She, she was away, a, a yeah. big deal. She was around a long time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, you uh, you getting your COVID vaccine? You were talking about that, right, at some point? I need that damn thing, man. You really want it, huh? By the way, officially it was the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. Um, she won two Emmy Awards for it. <clears throat> the um, Dude, as soon as I can get that fucking vaccine, throw that shit into my fucking arm. <laughs> throw it into my arm. Stick me. You, you don't care? You don't have a uh, a company preference? Because a lot of people do. I don't give a shit. Give me the no, freaking Johnson only, Johnson, only the, the Pfizer, the AstraZeneca. I'll take it all. Matter of fact, you can give me more than one. I'll take all of them. That's funny. So all of them, you got to go twice? Not the Johnson & Johnson that's coming out, but the effectiveness is lower. So apparently it's like 60% effective or something like that, Jesus, where the other ones are closer even, to 90. Oh, come on. Yeah. But it's only 60%? one shot. 60%? Get the fuck out of here. That's good enough for me. Yeah, you're... you're so oh. oh, so you might walk in and be like, hey, it's the Johnson Johnson. Bad news, it's 60%. Good news, only one time. Right. That's what they're doing? That's what they're doing. Oh, wow. I didn't even know. Like, I'm... My wife is scheduled to get it because she she teaches at a school, so she's uh, she's scheduled to get it. She made oh, an appointment. She is. Yeah, oh, cool. she's she's actually gonna get it. That's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. But have you heard all this shit? Like all the uh, the controversy with these things, where uh, like people are sending like other people in their in their stead to oh, get no. it. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, apparently they don't check good. So, like, if you make the appointment mm. and you say you're you, you just show up and they're like, hey, so they are you they don't ask you for ID or anything? I don't know. They're, they're making, not being super strict about it. They're making it sound that way. They're, yeah, it's more like they're not being super strict about it. You know, so I don't know what the real story is. I just See, know that. See, that sucks because then they're not going to be able to actually be able to Gauge monitor. everything. Yes. Right. Who, yes, who, I know. What percentage of the population is actively, you know. Uh, immunized yeah although i did read something today it's one out of ten people so far that's yeah, not enough no no it's terrible it's terrible and there is no herd immunity as uh as, as we've all um nope. learned nope that's not a thing nope you know people have already gotten covid twice I on think, many you occasions know, there's some big advocates for the johnson and johnson one with the one shot because they feel like they could get more people even though it's it's lesser effective you'd get more people done faster with it and so it's true um, it's not bad like would, if you did that one on a cycle but uh I, I i know that the um there's a lot of controversy too with the allergic reactions okay with that, that with that particular having. one um or you're just saying all you know i don't know if it's that particular one i believe See, it's i don't know what's like true and what's not true because i even heard like somebody saying that some people in texas now got bell's palsy because of it um yeah, i just what, don't know what, what to believe you know it could be a ton of shit out there just being spoke you know what was really funny though one of our friends <laughs> he's such a jerk he was like what the fuck how did they only give out 200 shots today at City Field when it's supposed, supposed to be at like 800? Must have had the players giving them out and missing people's arms the way they strike out. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of clever. <laughs> that's not the that's still pretty bad. 200, so a, 200 people joke. in a day. I'm hoping yeah. they ran out of vaccines because how the hell did you only get 200 that's people? That's weird. 
That 200 people is not a lot of people at Even all. if you had only like two or three people actually doing you it. You got to keep it moving. You, you, you couldn't knock out like 50 people in a whole day? You got to keep it moving. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. So, Bill, did you uh, hear about uh, the fact that allegedly uh, President Trump, Trump was a lot sicker than originally people I did thought hear this. and what they I said. I did hear this. Yeah, a matter of fact. They were going to put him on a ventilator. He was going to a ventilator. His blood oxygen level dipped below the low 90s into the 80s, which is going into ventilator um, zone. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I hate the guy, but kudos to him that he actually fought through it. Um, I think it's lame that he went on there and acted like nothing happened. It's fucking awful. Because it's such a bad example for the rest of the country. And, you know, he went on there and said it was a hoax. He went on there and said it was uh, it was going to be over. And, and, you know, it's going to be like, it'll be like the flu. But do you know who's a real piece of shit, Bill? It's I the mean. president's physician, Dr. Sean Conley. Oh, because I didn't know that- this. Tell me. Because that motherfucker, when he was being interviewed, not interviewed, but when he was given the, the release, the press release or whatever, when he was being uh, spoke, speaking to reporters about the condition of the president, he fucking lied. He said that his blood oxygen levels had never gone below 90. They were... And that... and that We've never seen blood oxygen levels so good. <laughs> and he said that that, you know... Um, some of the scans and the stuff of his lungs weren't showing anything major clinical, any major clinical concern. They were so great. So right. terrific. There were some expected so findings, but nothing of any major <laughs> clinical concern. So it's like you sidestepped and ducked the, the questions and the, and the, the actual, you know, accurate situation. Well, yeah. I mean, and there was a lot. Look at Fauci. I mean, everybody had their hand tied. It's fucking disgusting. Their hands tied. It makes me pissed. It's annoying because it is pretty fucked up because he has so many people that look up to him and I talk to them all the time. And it's, I think it's weird. I don't understand why they hold this guy in such a high regard, but they do. And, and if he, you know, if he had any shred of, of honesty or decency in him, you know what I mean? He would, he would tell the truth and, and, and he had enough people on board because, you know, the less, he would have won the election. If he if he would have just shown an ounce of humility, uh, he would have won the election. I think what pisses me off more about the whole thing is that you're correct. All of these people basically coddled this man, yeah, and allowed themselves to be bullied, and that drives me fucking nuts. It's weird. It's weird. It drives me nuts, Bill. Because it's weird. I was bullied since I was fucking four years old, and never, never did I. Fucking acquiesce to it and just take it or capitulate to it. No, why would you? So, on, but there's a lot of people that do, and I, know, I, just, I, know. I just, I'm just kidding. I just don't get it, and all these people did. Yeah. And it's like somebody they needed still do. somebody needed to come and punch them in the fucking nose, because that's what I was taught to do. You're getting bullied. It doesn't matter if you get beat up afterwards, yeah. but you punch the person in the fucking nose, and it makes them second guess. And I'm not saying physically somebody had to punch them in the nose, but I'm saying someone needed to stand yeah. up to him and punch him in the fucking nose, essentially. Yeah, you but know. people did. People, people did. did. People people did, and he doubled down. Yeah. He doubled I mean, down, and he was not going to back down. But nobody in his own party, nobody in his own party even punched him in the nose. And no. Put him, no. Uh, they just uh, got people bullied. Did. People did. 
People did, but they were they were ostracized and they were uh, maligned and they were they were cast aside. I, I would say because I'm a fan of his, uh, uh, Justin Amash uh, uh, okay. criticized the the president, and yeah. he was he was a good uh, uh, Republican uh, congressman or senator. I don't remember, but uh, but I know that once he identified with independent because he refused to be associated with the Republican Party because of Donald Trump's actions, and he criticized him. Donald Trump destroyed him on Twitter, and uh, and he knew that he wasn't going to win re-election. He didn't care. He stood his ground, mm-hmm. and uh, and and he spoke his piece. And he was one of the guys that actually I was uh, in favor of. I liked the guy. It yeah. was there was a uh, talk about him running for president. I I I, I would have listened to what he had to say. I mean, like like historically in this country, like even during the McCarthy McCarthy hearings, right? Mm-hmm. And the red scare that went yeah. on, it was people from his own political party that stood up to him and punched him in the nose. Yeah, I you mean, know. we talked about it last time with Mitch McConnell kind of refusing to uh, to accept, you know, the, um, uh, the, the the criticism for, for you know, the, uh, uh, well, d- refusing to accept the fact that, that they were, they, that the election was mm-hmm. stolen. You know, he's like, oh, I'll oh, 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 roll I got to do it again. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know. But he waited to the last day to do it. And he didn't follow through with anything. <laughs> right. Anything that he said. He's still I mean, human garbage. Have you been watching the trial at all? Uh, I haven't been watching the trial. I've only been getting briefings yeah. of it. Yeah, it's... it's- it's oh my god his lawyers <laughs> i did actually watch <laughs> i watched his lawyers i watched the opening statements for the lawyers i watched fox news hammer these lawyers and then go back and say still though still though that, that election was probably stolen like they're such douchebags on fox yeah. like that fox yeah. needs to go away they all do I saw the my pillow guy. Did you see the my pillow guy? Yes. Fucking <laughs> the guy got up and left. Got up and left the on the my pillow guy. Yeah. That was yeah. I had to mention that. I, I didn't put that on my list, but yeah. that's definitely something I want to talk about. That was funny. He couldn't even take it. But then he had to. But then this is somebody else who who capitulated because then he came back on the air the next day and like apologized for what he said and said that they're gonna be they're gonna because be it was him back. a fucking meme. It, it became a meme. He was a he was a human meme. He, like you could be like. <laughs> You could have memed the shit out of that thing. Be like, oh, I'm done with this conversation. Like, I'm done. I don't know. Like, you know, there's so yeah. many ways you could have fucking spun that little fucking interplay. I wonder how know? Bernie feels about his meme. Memes, I should say. I'll tell you how he feels. He loves it. Does he? he yeah, it? his his <laughs> website started selling sweaters. As it should. With the image on it. Yeah. So he, he actually cashed in on it. Of course, he should. And he was going to use that money um, for something Positive toward right. toward whatever, but yeah, the, his his site was selling the the sweatshirts with mm. that picture on it, right? And they 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 I think they cleaned up. I think they did yeah, all I'm right. Sure, they did. I would buy one. There's no doubt. Yeah, I actually I was thinking about it too. It's it's pretty funny. I mean, uh, the mittens were all over late night television. Yeah, everybody loved those. The the woman who made his mittens actually made a shit ton of money. Uh, people were ordering her mittens. She couldn't keep up with with all the people ordering them. I bet. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. That that was actually a really cool thing and funny thing that 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 happened because, say again, stuff like that is embraced by both sides. Mm-hmm. So so it's like you kind of kind of break through. Like I think the whole thing with Bernie is like we were, we were all too scared to actually elect him. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's in charge of the budget, baby. 
Yeah. Gonna, he's, he'll do something there. Yeah. He has a lot of sway on the Democratic Party to to the, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whether love it or hate it. He has a lot of sway on, on what happens with that party. Yo, so the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has just issued its 2021 nominees. And it baffles me a little bit. Oh, I don't even pay attention to this. What are, you, what, are, what are you upset about? I'm a little upset. Okay, so let me just tell you some of the people that are on this list. So Jay-Z, the Foo Fighters, right? Mary J. Blige. So far, I love all this. Hello, Cool J. Mm-hmm. Rage Against the Machine. Wow. Okay. They're all on the list, which I love all those people. I, I th- Thank you. I thought you were about to say something bad. Okay. But they're also on the same list. Okay. With Carol King, Tina Turner, and there's one more that um that also I was like Dion Warwick. So my point is Yeah, what is your point? <laughs> no, because I like all these people. Okay, my point is is that how the fuck is Dion Warwick Carol King and Tina Turner not already, not already in. in the oh hall. Oh my god! Yeah, it like, took me a minute. They should it took not me a still be on the fucking it ballot. Took me a minute with oh, Jay Z, the Foo Fighters, LL Cool J. Oh, that's so racist! Rage Against the Machine <laughs> and Mary J. Blige. That's like, they so should have been in like twenty years funny, ago, dude. I was just like, "Well, what's your problem with that list? That's a nice list. Oh, I like all those people. Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a minute." Like that's fucking wow, weird. That that's is weird. Odd. Like Jay Z should like, who not is be. Who's in there right now that like those people aren't in it? That's I, unbelievable. Like, you wow. know, I'm not saying you have to be the biggest fan of Dionne Warwick, but she's a fucking. No man, friends can be lovers. Lovers can be friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I know. Like, yeah, she should have been in it like 30 Absolutely. years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my god, you're so right. Like that took me a minute because I was just like, wait a minute. Wait. Yeah, Tina Turner's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Carol King's, she's the bomb. Oh, oh, oh. Dionne Warwick? I mean, she's not my favorite, but she's still <laughs> Dionne right, Warwick. I mean, Dionne Dion fucking Warwick. Yeah. She's Dionne fucking Warwick. Like, <laughs> just the name alone, like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, that was pretty, that's that's pretty bodacious. Jay-Z? Yeah. I mean, I love Jigga, but. Yeah, Jigga Man is, but, first of all, Jigga Man should already be in there. I mean, he's been retired for how long? I, I just. That's that's pretty wild. Yeah, so basically apparently you you have to you have to have a catalog that dates back at least 25 years. Is but that, I'm like Dion Warwick's the... catalog is like fucking 60 years. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. The... Yeah. I just don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Like are you going to let her in before she's fucking dead? Like I don't oh understand. Oh my god. Tina Turner. That's unbelievable. Carol King? Are you kidding? Like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What the fuck have you been doing all these years? Uh, well, where, where is it? That's in Memphis. Or that's in uh, Tennessee? I don't even know. I just know it's one of those racist states. <laughs> <laughs> that's so I'm not even racist. saying, like, I, I'm not even saying So those are racist. nominees. Those saying, are nominees. Right, I'm saying I'm, I'm fucking saying it. That's fucking right. racist. I'm saying it. I just. Those are the nominees. So so all those people might not even get it. Oh, that's just, so funny. That's unbelievable. That's, that's fucking. Get that's it. so fucked up. It's so weird. Oh, that's so fucked up. But then again, you know, they got to open up rooms and knock things down. Hello, and... Cool J. Wow. He's probably the worst one on the list. All I need is a round the way, girl. I bet you, uh, wow, I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, I had uh, All World. All World was awesome. 
His greatest hits were amazing. And it's so funny because when I bought that album, I remember buying it. I bought it at um, The Wall, or did I buy that at Tower Records? I don't know. All I know is I, I bought that album because I was like, oh, I like it. Oh, all his songs on one thing? That's cool. I listened to that album. I was like, my God, I didn't realize how many awesome songs he had. Yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. Oh, he had a great career. Yeah, he had a great dude. He's still going. And when he gets motivated, or, I mean, he, he, he puts out some decent music. <laughs> when he gets the only the only problem I have with LO Cool J in his entire career is that he did a verse on um on a song with Biggie, Craig Mack, um, Busta Rhymes, uh, Flavor in Your Ear. You know, remember that song? Yeah, Flavor and there was a lot of remixes. So he did a line in that song where he was like talking about tongue kissing a barracuda or some shit. And I was like, oh. what the fuck did you just oh. talk about? Like, yeah. it was the worst line. And all these other guys had, like, tremendous You know, rap's verses. evolving, and I feel like he's a bit of a dinosaur. And I feel like they brought him on that track a little bit. It was terrible. And he kept licking his lips like he normally does. And yes. it just looked so bad. And he was sitting like he thought he was cooler than cool. It was terrible. That's probably yeah, why. Yeah. I think Cannabis killed him on, on a song because of that. I remember that, that whole thing. Yeah. And the cannabis isn't really a, a thing. He's so far away from. He was the whole a one-hit wonder with that one song. Uh, two, two. He, he had two. he had a good song, and then he had the the LL Cool J thing, mm-hmm. and that was it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't even think he had his own song. And I think then, that then, was his own song. And then the LL, LL cool came J back and, and busted him with uh, "Can I Bus." Yeah, you know, that that was pretty all right. It was okay. It was all right. Yeah. It was it was good enough for LL Cool J because we to, already to gave knock him the kid out. Yeah, but it wasn't. Epic. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't like it, was it wasn't like Nas's Ether. Definitely his least memorable song. Yeah, I don't know. Nas's mm. Ether was awesome. But um, uh. okay, so I am still a Knicks fan, and it's pretty exciting to be a Knicks fan right now. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, where is it? Do I have it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have it. Okay. I never have it. I always want it. The one that we're gonna get. Before things are out, and I don't know if it's trademarked, but I don't care. I need it. Is uh, the uh, the Price Is Right failure? Like, boop, boop, boop. oh, okay. <laughs> so what's going on with the Knicks, Bill? They're good, man. They're almost five hundred. They're not okay. good, but they're watchable and exciting mm-hmm. and fun. And Emmanuel quickly has been very exciting. Uh, I bought my 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 little daughter. I bought her a uh, Obi Toppin. Okay. Uh, even though he's not playing well, mm-hmm. he's still, hopefully he'll be there in the next three or four years. We get excited every time a Knicks game comes on. She she runs into my room. She opens up my drawer. She fishes out her jersey. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she grabs me number nine. Daddy's number nine. Daddy's oh, number really? nine. Number nine is R.J. Barrett. So I got my R.J. Barrett. Okay. Yeah, R.J. Barrett's awesome. The Knicks are a lot of fun. They just did a trade recently for Derrick Rose. They're, I was going to um, ask you, what do you think about Derrick Rose? I actually didn't like the trade initially, uh, one, but once I figured out it was for fucking Dennis Smith Jr. and a, and a second round pick, I was like, ah, sounds great, you know? So he came on there. He His debut was actually pretty good. He scored 14 points. He was very, like, like uh, excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that he took the two rookies out, out, out for dinner, and he said, listen, I'm here for you. I'm here for the Knicks. I have unfinished business here. I'm I'm ready to, you know. I know Tibbs. Me and Tibbs are boys, and and 
And Tibbs had like a lot of good things to say. Tibbs like he's a consummate professional. He hit success really early in his career, and uh, and he he you know had a horrible injury, but he's dealt with it so well. Um, he's reinvented himself, and I would be so happy to have him here and and teach all the young guys. I think that he's like, a good he's what a good, it is he, to be a professional. Yeah, he's 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 a good. He's a good influence. He's a yeah. prolific scorer. He's a good influence. He's a yeah, very he had good. Fourteen points. He can the score the and, ball. Um, Fourteen points in twelve minutes. Or, right. or I mean, no, no he played like no. twenty minutes. And uh, the other report I just saw was that uh, JJ Redick would like a trade to the Knicks. I would love. I've wanted JJ Redick for years. Yeah, his family lives in Brooklyn, and he wants to come to the New York area. So either oh, the Nets or the Knicks. I would love. Like but I, don't, I, I, I don't hope see the him, Knicks I don't, don't see get him, him. I don't see him fitting in the Nets though. Ah, fuck the Nets. Fuck the Nets. (laughs) Fuck them. I am so glad every time I hear a a shitty story about them. You know what? They um, actually, because I I believe in Steve Nash. I love Steve Nash. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, Two-time MVP. A lot of people feel like he didn't deserve it. You didn't Mm. watch him play if you say that. Uh, Steve Nash is phenomenal, and I think he will be a good coach. And what he did last night or the night before, I think it was tonight. I I don't know. I can't keep track. I fucked the Nets. I, I never watched them. But um but I did hear that they played great defense after all the criticism the other night. They held um they held whoever they played to 30 points in the first half. But I mean are they going to do that on a consistent basis? Well, I'm sure Steve Nash lashed lashed out on them and said, "Listen, they the media, everybody that you love and care for is telling is saying that you can't play defense." And then they came out and they had a fucking amazing performance. Uh, well, because they're super talented. I mean, they should be able to play defense. But. That's the whole thing. Well, defense is desire. And I know uh, right. KD is down right now. So it was the whole thing was it was Kyrie and it was Harden and they lost to the Pistons right. like, a, like a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. So though I don't know who they just played. Um, you know, are you looking it up right now? Well, I know. I'm just watching that. Uh, I guess they played. Um, the last game they played was against the Heat. Oh, they, uh, so yeah, it was the Heat. So so maybe they held the Heat to 30 points in the first half. Oh, all I know is they played amazing defense. But, um, oh no, I'm sorry. I was looking at the the Knicks. The Knicks played the Heat last. Uh, the Nets beat the uh, Pacers 104-94 yesterday. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. They were up by 30 points at they the half. They held the Pacers to like 18 points in the first quarter. Yeah. 12 yeah, yeah. from the second, so 30 and a half. Yeah, they, they they went hard. It was the Pacers. And the Pacers are a, a, a ranked team in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but here, here's the problem, again, with inconsistency. Okay, well. They're going to be they, inconsistent. No, 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 no. So the first quarter, you know, the first half, you're correct that there was 30 points. But in the second half, they gave up 64 points. Mm. And that's why they only won by 10. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they won by ten, but I'm saying. Well, they, listen, they didn't have Durant. They, they were only semi awesome. They they should have crushed them. They should have crushed them. They still have a problem. It's concerning. I think that they're uh, still coach. a big block of Swiss cheese. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I don't. You know what? If they come out of the East, then the East is going to lose the fucking finals to LeBron. LeBron's going to hold up another trophy this year. I really hope that's not the case. Really, you're uh, anti-LeBron. I thought you liked LeBron. Here's my thing with LeBron because I before you finish your sigh, um, I I know LeBron's good. He's on my Mount Rushmore 
Um, he's on on my Mount Rushmore too. I'm kind of just tired of him. I don't know. I I have LeBron I think what he does for the community is incredible. And for that, I give him the utmost respect. And I think that he is on the Mount Rushmore of the greatest basketball players of all time. Yeah, certainly. I have such a fucking problem with that man having called himself the GOAT a couple years ago. That I can't get it out of my. We head. talked about this. Yeah, it's when he did the uh, when when he said like that's when I knew, like I, that whole thing is it's a terrible, it, terrible. It's clip. actually two things. It's two things in his career that bothers the hell out of me. Like two things. One is that the second one was the entire thing with him and the decision and going to Miami and how that whole thing was handled. Like those two things. Just make me not like him. I, I actually, I get it. I get it. I, I don't mind him. I've never minded him. Um, I think it's interesting that uh, he wants to play with his son. And I feel like that's his next goal. He's like, I'm going to just try and last until my son comes in the league. Then that's like a big deal because nobody's ever done that. You know what the other problem I have with LeBron is that he has a ton of money, right? A shit ton of money. And he's good friends with Warren Buffett. Okay. And yet, yet, he did not, nor is he getting, a good hair transplant. Well, I'm partial to hair. I mean, if you see my hair right now, it's like super long. I haven't gotten it cut uh, during all the COVID my hair is longer than it's ever been. It's receding in the back. Uh, that's why I was—I've uh, been dropping the Rogaine. But um, you know, it, hair is a tough thing. I because I'm my dad went bald. I think I said this on the last you podcast. Yeah, told me, yeah. And um, and I think it's a good look, you know. So so I'm like, maybe I should go bald. But this is my last hurrah. Well, I mean, then LeBron could go bald. Especially like I, I agree with you. That's kind of where I'm going here. It's like okay. he needs to just accept. But apparently, he had a hair transplant. He had one. Really? Yeah. He had a hair transplant. But it I didn't. It, was a rumor. it didn't go well. Huh. And I'm just like, I don't understand how it didn't go well with all your money. It didn't go well. Like I don't understand that. Yeah, there've been hair transplants since the dawn like, of time. Durant too. Durant's got some, you know, like he's got some weird shit going on weird with his shit hair. going on with hair. And I'm just like, you, you guys have millions upon millions and upon millions of dollars. Like Whoa. you, you could fly to Turkey and get like an amazing <laughs> fucking like transplant. Really? Is that where it happens, or you just made that up? I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if the Turkish people were ahead of no, us. No, because it was either between technology. Turkey or Korea or somewhere like <laughs> somewhere. But, I think that they might be the, really good at yeah, it. Yeah, like they do blood spinning in Europe, <laughs> but they can't figure out hair anywhere in Europe. That's the weird thing. It's like Kobe went there. You know, God rest his soul. By the way, mm. uh, I wasn't a Kobe fan, but like, uh, yeah. Uh, he went to Europe and got the blood spinning, and that was a big right. deal because he can't do it here. And apparently now it's like everybody does it, and it's the thing to do. Yes. But, um, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. That's amazing. <laughs> I just think they can't get I just the think hair these right. guys have so many millions. So many resources. And, like, Matthew McConaughey did it, and he looks fucking amazing. He looks amazing. Amazing. Bradley Cooper clearly did it, too, <gasps> and he looks fucking amazing. Bradley Cooper? Yeah, because he, he had a receding hairline. Say it ain't so. But I'm just like, how come wow. those guys can do it? And you guys have much more money than those guys. 
So maybe, wow, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. <laughs> I don't want to speculate. I'm just thinking just like. Saying, or just shave your fucking head. Jordan had a shaved head. That's, dude, that's where I was saying in the beginning. That's what I was saying. I was, I was like, just fucking deal with it. Just embrace it. That's, right. that's what I'm looking to say. Right. Embrace it. Like that's. So I hope if, because uh, my dad tends to listen every now and again. I hope you're listening. It's a good look. Embrace it. Make sure you keep yeah, it tight. Keep it going. Keep it going because you can't let it grow. And you always got to. Mm-hmm. I, I said I was going to get him a, a Kickstarter, the Skull Shaver. Okay. That actually, it had a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, my sister-in-law was appalled. She's like, what, is this real? I was like, it's real. All right. I'm thinking of ordering it for way, my dad. Good. Super Bowl commercials were. Trash? Terrible. They weren't memorable. <sighs> God, I just feel like the entire Super Bowl experience just went to shit this year. I, I like, don't think it's ever really that good. Sucked. No, but it used to be great. I remember as a kid, like loving the commercials, like the bug commercials, the the bud, the 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 fucking the frogs, the frogs, yeah, yeah. and 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 what were the other things? It was they had the frogs, and they had people the, still like the horses. From the, the Bud Light versus the Bud. Football game. Oh, the Bud Bowl. The Bud Bowl. I can't believe they got rid of that. That's a good thing. Then they got rid of, they had the lizards, right? The Bud, the, the Bud the, Lizards. Oh, I forgot about the lizards. They, they had all these great commercials. They were fun. Now, we got nothing. We got horses. We got COVID Super Bowl. <laughs> it's a fucking COVID Super Bowl. And I don't, it sucked. I don't think it was, it, uh, maybe it should have been COVID related. Maybe it matched the year. They needed to keep the whole keep year it, consistent. Keep it shitty. It was a shitty year. That's so we funny. have a shitty Super Bowl with shitty commercials and a shitty halftime show. <laughs> and LeBron's hair and fucking Kevin Durant's hair all look shitty. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually very poignant. It's all shitty. <laughs> it's just just shitty. like everything's been. Ugh. Funny. Um, so you were, uh, I wanted to give a, like a Cobra Kai update. Cobra Kai. Uh, so you watch Cobra Kai still, I promised to watch it. I, I told America that I was going to do it. I did not do it. I've been waiting on my wife. And that is a huge mistake. Huge. She, uh, she ended up, she's watching sex in the city. Oh, see now. from, from one to like, she's, so she knocked out, uh, Dawson's Creek. She knocked out the Gilmore Girls. Uh, these are all things that I've been recently exposed to that, you know, i got to be honest. I feel like it's made me a more complete man. Um, <laughs> I, Bill, Bill you, you were just castigating us last, last episode about Days of Our Lives. And I know. now you're talking about the Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is good. Lorelai. Like, Days of Our Lives here and Gilmore Girls is like, here like i'll tell you what no i'll tell you what rory and lorelei are they're very cute on that show i can tell you lorelei they're no hope and bow guy she lost they're no lot. hope and she bow. lost quite a step yeah I know. No, no hope and bow i know hope is very hot it's true you're right about that uh so sex in the city though i actually um an ex of mine was very into it so i watched every episode so it's it's interesting to watch my wife like get into it for the first time because i'm just like oh my god yeah fucking steve is the best you know (laughs) steve and then steve has one ball just like me it's like so relatable it's like he's the best guy yeah steve steve goes through some stuff you know steve steve uh, loses a ball and uh and then there's aiden and that's why all 
that's why all the the fucking students that you have in your classes, like yeah. half of them are Aiden, because <laughs> of this fucking guy. <laughs> he was one of the boyfriends on Sex in the City. Like, uh, oh that, yeah, that, yeah, the yeah, main yeah. character was into. How do you know this? What do you uh, mean? Because I've yeah. seen, I've heard that I've seen Aiden, and he, is, wasn't he the guy who was in uh, my big fat Greek wedding? My probably Greek, Greek wedding. John Corbett. John, yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that guy. He's a, he seems like a cool guy too. But like my wife. Yeah. Got, and I got to watch her go on the roller coaster ride of him. Oh. Like, ah, oh, he's so lame. Oh, he's so amazing. He's so amazing. Why? Why would she? Why would Carrie do this to him? Why would she do this to him? And I I'm liked like, him better than Mr. Big. Yeah, yeah. But everybody likes him better than Mr. Big. Like he's big, way better than Mr. Big. big. But I'll tell sucks. you what, my fucking wife, my my beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like I just said to my fucking wife, but like she at the beginning of the whole thing, she's at the beginning of the whole. Thing. I watched the whole thing, the whole Sex in the City. So right. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Aiden's a cool guy, man, isn't he cool? And like, so I'm watching it years later, and he comes in with the long hair and the necklace. She's like, I don't like his necklace. His necklace is weird. And I'm like, really? But he's Aiden. He's awesome. She's like, I don't know. And as we're watching, I'm like, oh man, this guy's so dated. It's so tough to root for him. But he comes back later on with a vengeance, and I forgot that. He cuts his hair. <laughs> he's all fucking, like, like made up. And, right. and, and, and now she's mm. into it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> now she's fucking experiencing What's the, what's the, the sexy girl's name the again? The magic of Aiden. The real, um, the real sex, you know, uh, sex uh, she's, it's a Yeah, she's, uh, oh, my God. The older um, sex pot girl. Uh, Samantha. Samantha. Samantha okay. Jones. Now that actress, whatever her name is, uh, right? Kim Cattrall. You yeah. don't got to look it up. Yeah, so Kim, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Now I used to be like, not head over heels, but I definitely loved. her She was very cute. But on that I show. loved her way before that show. You loved her in Big Trouble in Little China. I loved her before that. <gasps> what? I loved her in Porky's. Porky's. <laughs> she was a by Porky's? far the greatest fucking movie, like. Ever oh, in the eighties, so Porky's was the shit, and so when she when she gets brought up by the gym guy, right, the gym uh, gym teacher, up into the locker room, and she starts smelling the men's locker room, and then she starts like starts ooh 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 she starts howling and like and then she she bangs him in the men's locker room. Incredible it's actress, incredible actress. It was great. I was like, I love this woman. <laughs> Porky's is great. Do you know I saw Porky's when I was like seven years old? That's because that's when it was out. Yeah, but it's but but <laughs> but I still don't know like how my parents let me watch Porky's. Like it was because, the greatest thing ever. Because that's what they did. Like they like my so I remember my experience like yours was Rambo. Right. I watched Rambo. And I was like way too young to watch Rambo. Rambo is murdering people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's stabbing people. He's I got very psyched for Rambo. I was like, this is how you handle things. You murder people <laughs> when they get in your way. You fucking take charge. Rambo style. Right. And right. it definitely so the you know, years later they would they would find out that a study would show that that exposing children to violence actually is bad. Okay. You know. So there was a part of my life when I was younger that I was always like, Rambo, that's the way to be. Like, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's the way that that's, that's the guy, you know, I, I thought that was the guy, you know, and, yeah, and sure. it was so popular because fucking corporatism, they made him into a cartoon what? character yeah. and it's like, all of a sudden they take this murderer. If you watch Rambo, <laughs> Rambo one, he murders so many people. First blood. He's like, hey, you're good. Hey, you're good. 
Did you? Like he was, and it gets worse. Like he's every... an insane, uh, uh Vietnam like vet. <laughs> he's got PTSD. Like, that's what he is. He's what? got, and he's suffering from PTSD. Like I don't know. Like Stallone was like, yeah, this is perfect. It's a great script. Like he took the script. And he was just like, I'm going to run with this. He probably yeah. thought it was a great emotional You know which dive. one I really hated? I hated two. Two. Because, like, two was is the one, Asian girl that dies. Two, yeah. And, like, she was so pretty. And, like, they, so cute. they clicked. Yeah. And then she gets killed. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, Rambo finally got a chick. But you're and, like, he needs to kill everyone. And he does. And he does. <laughs> That's why it's, like, such a good movie. One dies, I got to take out 150. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. That's John Rambo. Yeah. No, I see that. But Porky's <laughs> is great. I mean, yeah, I yeah, watched Porky's the other than, night. Than and Rambo. I think, uh, I think uh, I could watch it again and again and again and again. <laughs> like I love when they're like trying to sneak a peek into the um, into the girl's showers, and like they they pull back like the uh, I don't know like the water faucets or whatever, like the the faucet, so they can actually look into the girl's locker room. I remember that. Yeah, That's so funny. Great. I remember that. Yeah, but the problem was Beulah Ballbreaker. She was the the female gym teacher who was like fucking just gross like a and fella. nasty. Yeah, and Beulah, 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 and like Beulah would always like cock block, and Beulah would like always bust the kids trying to peep into the showers. Like she was the worst Beulah man. <laughs> she was the fucking worst. Beulah oh my god, Ballbreaker. I think that whole movie is uh, that's considered a porno now. <laughs> it practically, well, that's considered a porno film. Now. I mean, there's some racist parts to it too that are a little crazy. There you go. That that's that's an avant-garde film. That's that's something that like you're like that's gonna be an underground thing, and and you're gonna be like, you guys were watching Porky's. I remember that movie. Yeah. And then after that, I watched Animal House, National Lampoon's Animal House. That's another. It's a great oh, film. Fucking tremendous film. Yeah, it's a great film. The only thing that 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 film couldn't get made today though, because like. One of the That's one what of the I'm one of the frat guys like took the mayor's daughter out. The mayor's daughter turned out she was thirteen, oh, and like he had Christ. sex with her on the football field. Like that's fucking insane in today's society. That's really funny because <laughs> I don't even remember that until you just mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! That's yeah. like that's oh my god! That's so funny. That's fucking pedophilia. Like that's insane. That's that is like yeah yeah. That's probably why you don't hear about that's that. That's statutory rape. <laughs> Even though it was consensual, like it's amazing how society has evolved. Yeah, it is. It is in a, some a, ways like an evolution. Yeah, in some ways, well said. Well said. <laughs> in some ways, we've gone in reverse. Uh, so uh, Andrew Yang, number one in New York, number one leading candidate. Even though he caught the COVID and had to, uh, you really think he's gonna win? I don't know. I tell you one thing. I don't know. New York. I think he has a good chance. We can't New- vote for him. But Name recognition has uh, like a whole. Uh, it's it's an important thing. I think he could win. Yeah, I he I just, just ran he... a, a like a national name recognition in politics is huge. It's part. It's it's half the battle. It's more than half the battle. Yeah, I think he could do very well. I think he could very well become a next. You know, become the next mayor of New York City. I That'd just, be pretty cool. He just needs to buy some neckties. <laughs> you and the neckties. He's got to wear a tie. Listen, he can get it done. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Yang Gang fan, um, but uh, anywho, I, I, I'm I'm good with my list here. All right, um, sure. I think we've we've done a, a fair amount of time for the people. Yeah, we've killed it. Uh, plus, it's getting late, and on our end, we got work. Yeah, that's right, I do. Yeah, I do too. 
But uh, this has been another episode of uh, Ordinary Mo's. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 28. Uh, make sure that for all your art needs, you visit highresinc.com and you uh, upload your latest drawing or, or artistic piece so that it can be replicated. And uh, if you have property uh, problems, you need to contact the Murnaz Law Group. This has Every been another, kiss oh. begins with cake. <laughs> cake? Somebody said cake? <laughs> Brought to you by High Res Inc. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Deuces. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see you on the next episode, or we'll we won't see anyone. I don't know what I'm saying. Peace out. <laughs>